We've got equities at the lows of the session, breaking now down through the earlier lows. We're talking 3% plus decline in the NASDAQ. But we got some specific businesses to talk about here still, and there's time until the bell. Let's bring in Dave Girard, founder and CEO at Upstarts. Uh, Dave, good timing to distract us here from some of the carnage in the market. Uh, your stock has not been unfamiliar to carnage the last quarter, but it's bouncing this week and it's rallying after earnings. What do you think changed the market sentiment here? Yeah, you know, I think when the market was really bullish, bullish on everything fintech, it just took everybody up. And then when it suddenly soured in the fall, uh, went the opposite and pretty much took everybody. And I, I guess our view is, um, you know, the market will start to be a little more selective and discerning between businesses and figuring out, you know, who's really doing something unique here and who's just riding a wave. And I, and I think our business has shown through this pretty transitional time that, you know, we can grow, we can take market share, you know, growing double digit rates, but also being quite profitable. And, and that's a unique combination that's just, uh, you're not seeing out there. Your revenue, even in a market where innovative tech companies are putting up big top line growth still, uh, your 250% uh, growth on the top line, is that right for the fourth quarter to $300 million? Uh, is that coming from new uh, uh, loan recipients that have been identified through your tech that weren't previous uh, candidates or are you taking market share from other lenders? Yeah, it's really both. I mean, I, I would say about, um, you know, the vast majority, more than 80% of the loans in that quarter, and in general, are first timers, someone who didn't know us before, but discovered us and found out we have a better product, a better rate through one of our bank partners with them. And then the rest are, are people who had some experience getting a different product from us previously and come back because the experience was great. But, you know, when you're a super high growth business, as we are now with the kind of, you know, 200 plus percent numbers you're talking about, you're naturally going to have um, a lot of new new customers coming on board. And, and, and that's what we're seeing right now. And uh, those new customers can you give us an idea what type of products they are generally. Uh, do they meet some uh, kind of average profile? Is there a way to describe what type of agreements that they are entering? Yeah, generally, you know, we, we tend to be very good for people that the traditional credit system doesn't understand all that well. Younger people, recent immigrants, um, people with non-traditional sources of income. So, so, but uh, but generally, our goal is to have the very best offer for everybody. Most of our history has been focused on personal lending and unsecured installment loan. It's kind of the you know, as I've said before, kind of the duct tape of credit. You can use it for almost anything you need. We're now really starting to expand pretty rapidly into auto lending um, because most people who have cars also have car loans, and there's just a much better. There's a big opportunity to help people. Um, have much more affordable car loans. They're paying more in interest than they should, and that's a problem we can we can help them with. Okay, that's kind of what I was looking for there, the uh, specific use for a loan, for example. Uh, car is a big part of it. Um, will you work uh, to the uh, level of a housing loan, a, a mortgage, or a, uh, a, a size of a loan that could be potentially used for property? Yeah, so, you know, our, our belief is, AI, you know, as it's applied to credit and lending should be everywhere because the economic winds are so huge, both for the lender and for the borrower. So um, without doubt, we've already actually said beyond the categories we're in today, we're going to do a product later this year for small business lending. Okay. And then next year, we anticipate having a mortgage product okay. in the market. There's really just a lot of first-time buyers who, you know, after the mortgage crisis of, of a decade ago, 
uh, really have nowhere to go and, and have been left out of the market unfairly, sort of baby thrown out with the bathwater from the financial crisis. So we think there's a real uh, problem to solve there. Well, that's exciting. Uh, uh, with the preview for a couple of new products, I imagine also with rates going up, any tech or any discovery method that's able to deliver a lower rate than average is going to be in pretty high demand. Uh, I know you've talked about this with us before, Dave, but uh, just to remind me, you are not exposed to the credit risk given you partner with the banks that then take that risk on through the loans. Is that correct? That's right. We're really a technology provider providing risk models to banks to allow them and help them originate credit more efficiently uh, with, with reducing the level of risk and, and just uh, making it more profitable, more inclusive. But we aren't ourselves a lender, so we don't take credit risk ourselves. Um, but of course, it is important that our models work as advertised and, right. um, and, and hopefully banks stick with us because they do. Well, that's kind of what I'm wondering. Is there a way to track? I'm sure there is, obviously, um, you know, the overall status, even if uh, payments have not been defaulted on if, if to that point. Have you seen that uh, the average user is uh, making progress in the employment front or whatever it is? Uh, are you able to kind of track that rate of change? Because that connects into the macro stuff we're trying to figure out here every day as broader investors. And I'd love for any insight into what your team is seeing on that front. Yeah, of course, the pandemic has been just one sort of roller coaster after the other. And for sure, during uh, the centerpiece of the stimulus, you know, a lot of stimulus to the and consumer saving a lot, default rates were way down. They were down 40, 50 percent below what the model would have anticipated when the loans were originated. So we were sort of communicating to our bank partners, look, you're making a lot of excess profits here, but it won't be around forever because things will normalize. And we've seen in the last few months, it's beginning to normalize. It's beginning to look more like 2019. Um, so, so for us, that's kind of expected something we've said forever. I think it, one of the advantages of an AI-based system is it can more sort of in a nuanced way track the macro and track the unemployment and, and what it thinks will happen here in ways that um, banks can do the right thing in a sort of subtle way without having to just pull all these hard levers, make hard decisions to just stop this or start that. And that's one of the advantages AI has is it actually can handle a turbulent macro environment um, with more sophistication. Great stuff, uh, David. Uh Always like the details on the company and uh, the insight into what you're seeing in the uh, economic machine. Appreciate you being here. Thanks, Oliver. Great stuff. David Gerard, founder and CEO at Upstart UPST. The ticker trading at $140. It was at 100 coming into earnings. It had a big rally, a gap up rally, the type that we haven't seen a lot from companies that have been under pressure.